Amen and amen. So Sunday, Pastor uh, Keith had uh, rolled out the vision for Ayers Christian Center Church. And uh, the vision, it was called Full Circle. And actually the diagram, I don't know if uh, you have that diagram of uh, the full circle diagram. Oh, if, if not, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, there we go. Well, it was. Okay. Okay. So uh, basically the full circle, um, as, you, as you can tell, it's got different uh, levels. So you've got a bottom level, middle level, and then it just goes all the way up. And so he really kind of broke that down about, you know, um, the different levels that we can and, um, as we um, participate in this full circle, what God is doing. And so, oh, I see. Hang on here. I'm being instructed to look at my Wi-Fi. Uh, I think I'm going to need some assistance. <laughs> I apologize, listening audience. We have really had, the devil the, the is a lie. He's trying to challenge us from getting this word out. Um, we had some technical difficulties with uh, the visual aspect, and now we just need to make sure uh, I don't have any interferences with my uh, iPad. Uh, but at any rate, I'll just go ahead and continue to talk. Thank you. All right. Um, as I was saying, <laughs> uh, what happened now? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Well, they just, <laughs> okay, anyway, but you know what? The devil is, a, you know, he's really trying to get his word out, and it looks like I'm cutting in and out. <laughs> anyway, oh, Lord. Okay. Did you turn this one off? Okay, thank you. All right, let's try this again. Oh my goodness. All right, so, um, you know, th this is a good thing to, uh, to watch. I mean, you guys are watching me and hopefully I'm not cracking under the pressure of what's been happening in the last 30, day, uh, 30 uh, uh, minutes, but uh, we all can come into a position or a situation where um, you just have to be patient and, you know, you may have an audience looking at you. So what you going to do? You're going to crack under pressure. You're going to run off and just say, forget it. No, you got to press through. You got to bore through the uncomfortableness. And that's what's happening today. Like we really have to like press through in spite of what is going on. You know, there's going to be life situations, circumstances that are beyond our ability to fix, but God wants us to, to, to persevere. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't buckle under the pressure of, you know, oh, this ain't right. And, and, and look, there's, there's potentially a hundred people, hundreds of people looking at me tonight. So, you know, this was a test for me. Like, you know, like what you going to do? So 
it is what it is, and so uh, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. But anyway, Pastor was talking about full circle, and that is the vision for Ayers Christian Center Church and, the, I believe, the body at large. Um, um, but we were driving home from the funeral, uh, and we were talking a little bit about the vision, and there were three things that stood out for me three things, and I'm going to give a lot of scripture, so I want you to go ahead and at least, you know, in the time left that I have, go ahead and write them down, because we may not be able to get to all the scriptures. Um, but the first thing, uh, well, there was really four, actually. Uh, be vigilant. Be vigilant. So crucial that we be vig vigilant. First uh, Peter 5, 8, and 10 says, be of sober spirit. Be on alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls. He prowls around like a lion, like a roaring lion, uh, seeking someone to devour. That's his, his, his motive there. Uh, but resist him and stand firm in your faith, knowing that the same experiences of sufferings are being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. So you have, we have to be vigilant. We've got to keep our eyes open because the enemy is really uh, using whatever he can to bring the secular world into God's kingdom. Um, you got the kingdom of, of darkness and you got the kingdom of light. And so what he's trying to do is trying to infiltrate the kingdom of God. And if we don't watch it, we can find ourselves doing things that um, really is a worldly concept or situation and bleeding it into, uh, you know, in the, in, the, in the body of Christ. So vitally important. We can't be like so uh, blind when things happen. There's so many different things out there. I'm talking from the uh, social type of uh, things that are going on right now. You've got, uh, you know, there's all types of, um, there's a thing called ACE where uh, it's a, a organization where a clairvoyant uh, has basically kind of, um, especially in Virginia, it's pretty big in Virginia where they, they basically um, accept all religions, but they're, the guy that actually formed it, the founder, he actually dealt with being a clairvoyant. Um, there's just all different types of things. You got the third eye, you know, uh, movement, and and all those things could potentially try to uh, infiltrate the church. And they use church jargon even. So you might think that the quote that you might be reading may sound good, uh, but if you really look hard, it'll have some words like uh, the universe. You know, uh, and then it'll say, uh, the universe is going to bring me all the things that I want. And then on the other hand, it'll say, uh, you are blessed. Uh, you, you walk in abundance. So it's using some of the Christian jargon in that same thing. So we got to be vigilant. Uh, we have to create boundaries. Because what the boundaries do, they keep good in and the bad out. They keep good in and the bad out. God created boundaries for the sake of order and protection. 
Proverbs 4.23 talks about guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. We're living in a time right now like we have to really guard our hearts. We've got to guard our eye, our eye gate. We've got to guard our ear gate. You know, what, what are we listening to over and over and over again? We've got to do that because I'm telling you, uh, if, if we don't do that, then we can lull ourselves to sleep and the enemy will come right in and do whatever he wants to do. Um, 1 Thessalonians 5, uh, 6, and this is the, uh, the English standard version. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake to be sober and be sober. I told you it's going to be a lot of scriptures. So I want you to look these up because God is saying something here. He wants us to be, you know, vigilant. Uh, Romans 12, 2. And again, this is the English standard version. Uh, Do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect, okay? So when you conform to the world, it's very hard to transform transfer or or should I say transform your mind to what God is saying to what God is doing even um, so we have to actually watch conforming to the world it is so subtle y'all I mean from the music the uh, you know uh, uh, R&B whatever type of music is out there if it's not uh, Christ-centered or scripturally based you're opening yourselves up to God God only knows what. And sometimes the stuff can be as innocent. It could be pretty innocent, but it's always something behind. Like I, there's a, 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 a thing going on right now, I won't say the name, uh, but I looked up a lot of the things like the originator, how was it formed? I looked at all this stuff and come to find out it was, it, there's a, 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 a God that is not the God, there is a Jesus that is not the Jesus. And I mean, it was like, oh my God, but they're modeling after uh, Christianity. So there's just so much, y'all, that we have to be vigilant. We really do. We can't be conformed to this world. Uh, Second Corinthians 13, five says, and this again is in the new uh, or in the English standard version, examine yourselves to see whether you are in faith. Examine yourselves, y'all, to see, are we really are, are in faith? Test yourself is what it says. Or do you not realize this about yourself, that Jesus Christ is in you? Some people don't realize that, that Jesus Christ is in you. The Holy Spirit is inside us. Um, and, uh, and then Revelation 16, 15, uh, I, I chose the English Standard Version because to me it was a little bit more clear. Uh, but it says, behold, I'm coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake, keeping his garment on, ready all the time, basically, having your shield of faith, doing all that you can to, to, to be ready, uh, keeping your garment on that he may not go about naked and be seen exposed. Very, very important. James 1.27 talks about keep yourselves unspotted from the world. Keep yourselves unspotted from the world. So there's three additional things that God gave me. So we got we talked about um, uh, the be village, uh, vigilant. The other thing is restoration. God wants to restore these following things. 
One, he wants to restore our health. Jeremiah 30 verse 17 says, For I will restore unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord. Malachi 4 and 2 says, But unto you that fear my name shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and you shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. God wants to actually restore our health. And the Bible actually encourages us to be stewards over our bodies. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 and 17 says, Know you not that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy. Which holy, or which temple are you? Are you holy? Repeat that. Oh, I said 3, uh, 16. It's 1 Corinthians, I'm sorry, 6. Um, and so... <laughs> Who's a heckler out there? Don't just tease. <laughs> okay, uh, I appreciate that, I, honey. Thank you so much, though. Um, anyway, um, uh, so restoration is what God wants to do, and you know the Bible encourages us, as I said, to 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 actually be a good steward over our bodies. Romans twelve one says, "I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is the least we can do." It says, "Your reasonable service." That means that's the least we can do, and so we we've got to embrace the reality. Number one, God wants to restore our health. Now, some people uh, need healing, while others just need the proper sleep, eat the right food, drink the proper water uh, for their body, and exercise. So, <laughs> oh, they both say, okay. So apparently I was correct. Uh, uh <laughs> Who said heck? back there. <laughs> ushers, ushers. <laughs> okay. Um, this is a very unorthodox uh, night. It, it, it is. It's very unorthodox. Um, but I'm, I appreciate everybody flowing with me considering uh, all that we've gone through up to this point. So we've got to look at our bodies as, okay, this is a way that we can actually show worship towards God because God created us fearfully and wonderfully. He spent time, you know, and, and, and just crafted us. If you think about the body, man, it is a miraculous instrument. I mean, that, our body is designed to even heal itself. Um, if we if we give it what it needs and so God is requiring us and believe me I'm speaking to myself. I'm telling you that right now. Yes, I do need to eat right. I need to sleep right I need to drink plenty of water according to my body um, And uh, I just need to do better for this temple and fortunately now I thank God that I've I'm, I'm in good health uh, in fact uh, pastor and I uh, 
we had our annual physical and we did everything. I'm talking from colonoscopy to, you know, vision. I mean, everything was done. And I thank God that I, I got an A plus. He got an A plus. And, uh, but God wants us to continue to do the right thing. So even though, like my weight, my weight, I need to get it down. Even though I checked an A plus, I still need to get my weight down because God is, um, require me to really, really uh, take care of this temple. And here's the thing. The thing about it is with the things that God has uh, in store for us, because we have some awesome greatness in this church. There are people with talent, skills, and abilities that is just off the chains. But the problem is if, our, if the anointing that wants to rest in this vessel is not able to uh, handle your your body not able to handle the anointing your body will break down and we don't want to prematurely break down we want to we want to be available for the holy spirit to actually use us when he is ready to use us so it's important that we make sure that we eat right we drink the proper uh water uh and that we exercise as well as sleep that's another thing a lot of us are not sleeping we are not sleeping, and our bodies is designed to actually restore itself in a healthy sleep cycle. So sometimes, you know, uh, one of the things I read that if you, if, if the minute you lay your head down and you're just out, the minute you lay your head down and you're just out, I'm, I'm speaking to somebody here, the minute you lay your head down and you're out is an indication that you are exhausted. You are exhausted. He said, amen, all right. Uh, <laughs> so that is important. Uh, the other thing that God wants to restore is broken relationships between friends and family. Always, always y'all look to restore. You know, um, there are some things uh, God is saying that I have ordained you to get from some of the people that you're running from. So, you may not like the person. You may feel like, you know, every time you turn around, y'all falling out and all this and that. Just be mindful that some of these broken relationships, God really wants you to look at restoring them because there are some things, as, as, as he told me here, uh, there are some things I have ordained you to get from some of the people you're running from. You, restoring the relationship is not putting up with it, okay? So there's a difference, you know, because... God wants us to forgive people, but not for us to uh, put ourselves in harm's way for the person to offend us again. But you can go into it and, 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 and uh, talk through, you know, uh, what's offending you, what's, what you're offending the other person, how you're offending the other person. So vitally important because God is about, he's, he's about mending broken relationships with friends and family. So it's important that we get that. The other thing he's trying to restore is joy. Right now, there's so many people that are, uh, they need comforted. They uh, feel, you know, they just feel, uh, they just don't, they feel like the life in some cases is sucked out of them. I know I was, um, I was challenged just recently with the death of my mother. And the thing about me, I, I wake up, and Pastor will tell you, I wake up and I'm just like a ball of fire, just ready to just, you know, just make it happen. Uh, but when that happened to me, I felt something in me, I felt like it, something, like somebody took something out of me. 
like I can't even explain it other than that. It, it felt like a piece of me was taken out. And so each day I had to fight to go back to the old Melanie. I had to fight. And, and I noticed that what would happen is um, I would think about like the, the day before my mother passed, uh, we had a video, uh, we had a video conference where we were able to just see her and I saw her like struggling to breathe. And so the enemy just had that in my brain. So every time you turn around, I would just be out of nowhere, it would just, I would see her this visual of her struggling to breathe. And then I began to, I was like, oh, wait a minute, uh-uh, uh-uh. She is healed, she's with the Lord, she's no longer in pain. I mean, I had to literally cast those imaginations down because it was zapping the joy of the Lord in me and I had to embrace the fact that the reality is, although, because the scripture says that uh, uh, weeping may endure, joy cometh in the morning. The scripture also talks about the sufferings of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed. I mean, I had to, these scriptures begin to, and I, I thank God, that the scripture is in me to even come to me to do that. So, which tells what tells me now, you need to get the scripture in you. So anyway, there was this, this, this uh, force that was trying to steal my joy. But thank God the word in me rose up and I had to refocus my thought. Now, just because I refocused the thought in the moment didn't mean that the thought didn't come back. And the thing about it, as I said, it would come like, in the weirdest times, and it wasn't even like I was even thinking about her when it would pop up. And so um, I had to settle in myself. My mother is healed. My mother is not, no longer in pain. And although I saw the suffering the day before, the next day the Lord afforded me an opportunity to see her more at peace uh, before she passed on that day. So we, the joy, God is trying to restore joy. Psalms 51, 12 says, restore unto me the joy of my salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. The other thing he's trying to restore is sight. Some of our vision has not been clear. There are many things that have impaired our vision, vision or our sight, like lust. Uh, lust could be not just sexual uh, things, but it could be food. Like we can lust after food. Um, drugs, alcohol, bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness, all of those things rob our sight. So we got to really be vigilant, know what's happening, be aware of what's, be aware with your body, be aware with your thoughts. Don't let the devil just use your mind like a playground and, and, and he's just wreaking havoc on the playground or the canvas of your imagination. So it's important that we do that. The other thing uh, is 2 Chronicles 4.17, or 4.14, I'm sorry. No, 2 Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal, it says, their land. But what it's talking about is your life. He'll heal your life. God wants to restore us. He wants to heal our life. Job uh, 2.25 talks about, and I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten and the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palm worm, uh, uh, my great army, which I sent among you. So 
in Joe, it really, I'm just so we won't have to go to it, but in Joe, it was really uh, the, uh, the children of Zion basically was uh, living in a time where uh, there were locusts and it was like the judgment of God really. And so there was a whole lot of canker worms and uh, uh, locusts and caterpillars. All of that was kind of released like an army of it released to, to basically uh, kill their crop. And so, um, but it says, interesting, it says, I will restore to you the years. Now, when I think about that, I think about, well, how can you restore time? Because there's no way you can really restore time. But what you can't do is restore what you should be doing in the time that you had. So for instance, let's say in, you know, there was times that I uh, could have gotten deeper with God. There are times I could have allowed the fruits of the spirit to be more prevalent in my life. And so God can restore uh, years for me to get deeper in him, to show forth more of his glory, to, you know, uh, to walk more uprightly before him. Um, and, and so it becomes like when he says, I'll restore to you the, the, what the locusts have eaten, the, the aftermath of what, the, what happened, they were, you know, the, the, the people, uh, their crop was dead. But God will restore uh, the years that whatever was allowed in your life to snatch your joy, to snatch, you know, the peace of God in your life. God will restore that. And, and, and what you should have been doing during the times when all of that was trying to take away from you, well, God will, will, will uh, allow you or give you an opportunity to go deeper, to go, uh, to get more of him, to uh, experience more of his goodness, his greatness, and whatever it is that you stand in need of. There's still more to that whole uh, thing, uh, and we just haven't, I haven't really had the time to break that down, but that's what I got out of it uh, up to this point. God is promising the children of Zion uh, uh, that only he could do it. Um, and um, in fact, in their particular case, it was four years that the crop uh, was, was damaged um, by the locusts, and so, um, but God wants to restore us. Um, strength. That's the other thing God wants to restore, strength. Some have gotten weary in well-doing. Galatians 6, 9 says, and let us not grow weary uh, while doing good. For in due season you shall reap if you do not lose heart. That is so uh, unfortunate uh, to me when you stay the course for so long, and then the day that you give up could have been the very day that that breakthrough would have happened. Can you imagine that? I remember when we were uh, early in our marriage, uh, there were times that we would have a misunderstanding, and, and in my spirit, I felt like it was almost like the Lord allowed me to tap in and see that we missed an opportunity because we was in the flesh. And I would tell him, I'd say, honey, you know what? It's, it's, I feel like, you know, there, God was about to bless us, but we ended up messing it up just by getting in the flesh with each other. And so uh, that is uh, very, very uh, critical that we, uh, we, we keep our uh, relationships tight. 
God really wants to restore our strength. Um, so don't lose heart. Don't get weary in well-doing because uh, you will reap if you faint not. The other thing is reconciliation. God wants to bring about reconciliation. As Christians, we need reconciliation with God because our relationship with him was broken. That's the reason why we needed that reconciliation. God is holy and righteous, and our sins actually separates us from him. Isaiah 59, 2 says, But your iniquities have made a separation between you and God, and you sin, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. So as Christians, we have been given the ministry of reconciliation and are now ambassadors for Christ. So it's not enough to just say, hey, you know, I'm born again, you know, I'm going to heaven, you know, uh, uh, Jesus is Lord of my life, and you know, all is well. No, we have a job to do. We have to be ministry, a minister of reconciliation. Um, it's a big responsibility. Um, in a time that we live right now, uh, where there's life and death, it really is so imperative, y'all, that we share the gospel. It's imperative. It is so imperative. There are people that are dying all around us, people that really woke, didn't wake up, and we had opportunities to share the gospel with him. Let's go to 2 Corinthians uh, 5, 7, 17. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. At least I'll read one scripture at least. All right. Uh, that's not the right one. Second Corinthians. I'm in first. Uh, that would help to get in the right. 517. All right. So it says, um, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things uh, are become new. And all things are of God, who have reconciled us unto himself by Jesus Christ and have given us the ministry of reconciliation. Notice it says, Jesus Christ, it says, and all things are of God, who have reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and have given to us, the ministry of reconciliation. So vitally important. I'm going to go ahead and read, uh, continue to read that. It says, to say that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses uh, unto them, and have committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. Uh, verse 21, for he have made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus or, or the righteousness of God in him. So it's important that we understand that we uh, um, have to be reconciled with God, number one, but then we also need to, to be uh, the or have the heart of a ministry of reconciliation, okay? There are so many people that need us. I mean, it's so, uh, I have a passion for uh, people to 
really accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And with everything going on right now, we it's almost like it's a setup for an end time harvest. It's a setup really to uh, like witnessing to people is more easier than it ever has been. More people are open to hear about God because why? They want answers. They, they're, 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 feel, they're fearing, like, oh my God, I need something. And so this is the, a wonderful time, although it seems like it's very uh, critical and it seems like it's a lot of hurt and pain, this is really the best time because people are open. They want answers. And so don't shun away from that responsibility. Uh, in uh, Matthew's 28, it talks about that we're supposed to go and, and, and teach and, you know, making disciples, you know. I mean, that's a part of what we're doing. As an ambassador, you're representing Christ. That's what an ambassador does. An, an ambassador represents their country. Well, we're representing Christ. We're representing the kingdom of God. And so what are the question is, what are you representing? When people see you, when they talk to you, what are you representing? Are you saying one thing with your mouth, but they see you do something different? We are ambassadors for Christ. Um, Proverbs 11.30, the fruit of righteousness is the tree of life, and he that winneth souls are wise. He that went of souls are wise. And so, you know, what is a disciple? A disciple learns and follows Jesus. That's what we, that's what we do, and that's what we should be teaching others to do. Uh, I won't go there, but Mark uh, 10, 29, and 30 talks about, you know, are you willing to give up houses and family, mother, father, all of that? What God is really saying is, you know, are you willing to give me precedence over these things? He's not telling you to do it, get rid of your mama, your daddy, everybody else. He, he's just saying, are you willing to give me precedence over all these things? And so as we proclaim the gospel, keep in mind, some will plant, some will water, but God is the one who gives increase. That's found in 1 Corinthians 3, 6. The other thing is, or the last thing actually, and it looks like I'm going to get through this, is uh, restitution. Say with me, y'all, restitution. <laughs> restitution uh, means the restoration of something stolen uh, or lost. Uh, back to the proper owner. Um, and so there's some things that's been stolen from us. You know, some, t some people, maybe it might be money uh, or goods. Um, if it's money, write this down. Exodus 22, 7 says, if a man gives his neighbor money or, or goods to keep for him and it is stolen from the man's house, if the thief is caught, he shall pay Double. So if there's some, some God is trying to, um, uh, he wants us to receive restoration. Uh, if something was stolen, Proverbs 631 talks about, but if he, the thief, is caught, he must pay back seven times uh, what he stole. Um, and even if he has to sell everything in his house, uh, restitution, y'all. So if, if, if there's anything that applies to you, you can see God is actually wanting to do that in this. Uh, actually, I don't think it's just for 2021. I think it's 
the rest of your life if you would apply the word. Uh, shame, Isaiah 61, 7 and 8. Uh, for your shame, you shall have double. And for confusion, you shall rejoice in their portion. Uh, that's so important. I know when I was younger, I dealt with a lot of shame. And um, uh, the fact that, you know, like now, I don't feel the shame. Like, it's so amazing. At the time when you're in the situation, you feel like everybody looking at you, you feel embarrassed, you know, you know. But, but, but once you get past whatever it is that you did or said or whatever the case is, um, God will, especially if you were the one that wasn't, you didn't do anything. It was done to you, whatever was done to you. You didn't do anything. Um, it says, for your shame, you shall have double. And for confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. I think that's, I've experienced it personally. I really have. Um, and, and that's why even when I tell my story, there is no shame. Like, I don't feel embarrassed. I don't feel like, I could tell the most, probably embarrassing thing and it doesn't affect me like because I'm not that person um, Deuteronomy 32 I only got two more scriptures but Deuteronomy 32 uh, 35 vengeance is mine and recompense um, uh, it says their foot shall slip in due time uh, for the day of their calamity is at hand and the things uh, to come hasten upon them uh, it it comes quickly upon them. But the thing is, it's not for us to just try to, you know, sick them, Lord, sick them, sick them. You know, because we can get like that. We can be like, okay, you, you're taking too long. You know, I don't see, you know, I don't see you exacting the punishment. Um, but it's not for us to even worry about. Just release it and let it go. God is trying to get us to be offense-free. He wants us to be offense-free. Uh, and the last scripture is Romans 12, 19 and 21. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourself, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if an enemy um, hunger, or it says feed him, if he thirsts, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt reap coals of fire on his head. That will confuse that person. Think about it. You're doing all these wonderful things to him, and they dogged you out. That confuses them. Uh, but it says, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. So vitally important. Um, so I just want to encourage everybody today that uh, God is really trying to, in addition to what Pastor was saying about the four, full circle, you know, he's really trying to bring about uh, restoration, uh, rest reconciliation, and restitution. So put that, plug that in your life. I've given you some scriptures to actually uh, back up some of the things that we talked about. And let's have a wonderful year in the Lord. I mean, let go of all the hurt, the pain, all the things that, you know, uh, has, has called you, caused you to stumble, let it go. Because honestly, at the end of the day, forgiveness is more for, for the person, you, me, than it is, uh, to exact punishment on the person that did the offense. Uh, one, one thing that I, if you really uh, lock in with God, I'll say this, if you lock in with God, he'll show you the path of, of how to forgive. Because there's not really a cookie cutter thing. People will say, yeah, I'll do one, two, three, four, five, but really he'll give you, uh, 
uh, I was talking to somebody the other day and the Lord just graciously customized this person's way or their journey to uh, forgiveness. And so, you know, you, but you have to be open. You've got to allow God to um, touch your heart first. And I promise you, if you would uh, talk to the person, even if you, you know, whoever offended you and you, you almost interview them, the Lord will actually show you some, like he'll show you them. He'll show you them. And, and, and it'll give you an understanding, which will cause compassion to rise up in your heart. God wants us to love in spite of what's been said or done. His whole thing is about love. Everything is about love. The gifts can't operate without love. We can't operate without love. We need the love of God because the love that we have in our own carnal self is not enough. We need the love of God to, to touch lives like God wants to touch. So that's all I have for today. And um, what we'll do is we'll open it up. If, if uh, We'll start with the people here. I know people uh, on uh, TV, there's a delay. So we'll go ahead and call in and we'll make sure that you, uh, you hear what was said or you get an opportunity, I'm sorry, to talk about what you got out of today's uh, message. But let's start with the people here. Anybody have a thought, comment?